Tuesday Business with Quinovic, providing a better rental experience for all. Call 0800 Quinovic. Time to talk business with Hamish Rutherford. Good morning, Hamish. Morning, Nick. Good to be here. Net, Net migration has fallen to the lowest level since 2012. Why is it so low? Well, it's in a funny way, it's almost a surprise that it's still positive. The border has been shut, as every, everyone knows. It's very, very hard to get back in, even if you're a New Zealand citizen, and especially if you're not a New Zealand citizen. So basically over the last 12 months, we had a gain of 800 more people arrived than left. Now, that's quite that's dramatically lower than it has been in the past. Back in 2020, we had a gain in one year of about 90,000 people, and it's been averaging sort of 60 or 70,000 people for most of the past decade and that's why the population sort of shot up from four to five million quite quickly but that's also the reason why we're really you know people aren't turning up now and that's why we've got a major job shortage at the moment skill shortage sorry. yeah yeah and it is when when the border does reopen does that mean that we'll be able to get more workers in and will it help with skill shortages you think in some ways it will there's no doubt that at the moment, if you've got a you know a particular person that wants to do a particular job in, in high skilled areas, when the border reopens, or, or, or there's more space in MIQ because people from Australia don't have to use it, then people will be able to get in. But I think it, what is also likely to happen, what's already happened, is Australia, certainly New South Wales, not all states, but Australia is starting to reopen the border to us, so people can move over to New South Wales. And, and if, they, if they've tested negative to COVID and are vaccinated, they can leave. And, and that's always the bit that decides how strong New Zealand's migration is. We get a lot of migration from countries like India and China and the UK, but we lose a lot of people to Australia. So when Australia reopens its border to us, over there they've got every bit as, as, as severe a skill shortage as New Zealand does and they will just be competing and they already are but they we're will, feeling it now they, I mean, but it'll, it'll, it could go through the roof because yeah. there's just going to be so many jobs available you've got mining companies over there saying they're having to cut production because they can't get enough people in all sorts of areas right in the Sydney's, cities and, and country they'll, they'll be trying to get our workers well you've almost answered my next question when, you know, will we have a brain drain the answer is yes isn't yeah, it yeah I mean look Let's not forget, so part of the problem we have at the moment is you can't get, for love nor money, certain people in and in, in, in certain jobs. And so when MIQ changes, and it, it's starting to change now and it will change, when, when people from Australia don't take up that traffic, more people will be able to get in and other countries will be able to come, come in. But in terms of raw numbers, I think we're likely for a while to have quite a quite a quite a block because it's just a lot of young people that have probably been putting off their OE. putting off putting off their OE and they'll go and a lot of them are going to Aussie or further afield. Yeah, and they just want to spread their wings, don't they? They've been, they've been really their wings wings haven't been clipped; they've been tied down. Yeah, really, and, hasn't and, it? And, and it's you know housing is getting so expensive in New Zealand. I mean, education yeah. is expensive. It's not like they exactly. They may not feel like they owe New Zealand anything, so they'll go over and do just what and just what we them. just what we've all done for decades. That's right. Good on them. Uh, you wouldn't take that experience away from your life, would you? Absolutely. Anything, I, my, you know? I spent five years in the UK, and it absolutely sort of changed me. And I, I wouldn't swap it for anything. No. And so I think everyone everyone should, and I hope and I hope they do. Yeah. Next week, the Reserve Bank is going to review the official cash rate again. What are we expecting? We're expecting it to go up, um, as we've we've seen. You know, we've got rising inflation in New Zealand and, and very very low unemployment. That's pushing up prices, and the Reserve Bank will respond by putting up interest rates. The question really is: Does it do a, a normal size increase, 0.25 percent, or does it go even bigger, 0.5 or 0.75? That would be a sign that they think. 
the economy's overheating and you know it would also be the first time they've taken such a step in more than 20 years so it it, it, it it's it's interesting to watch everyone knows that the reserve bank's going to raise interest rates progressively from here and it'll start to hit. Yeah, I just don't think that they'll go too hard. I think they they copped it last time. I don't think, that's my personal, I need my personal opinion. I just think they'll do it the, the, the minimum amount and just tr- track it up slowly. But it is, you know, you're looking at me like I'm not right. Well, I mean, and they're, they're behind on inflation. Try, their job is to try and keep uh, inflation as close as they can to 2%. It's well above that. It's it's potentially heading over five, and 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 that might ease off. But if you just if you hear every story you hear about people demanding big pay increase and supply chain issues putting putting up prices, they they either have to get a lid on it or explain why they're not going to get a lid on it. So so they will be under some pressure to go go pretty hard. And if it's not this year, they may have to go harder next year. So what's that going to mean to my mortgage? Well, it's not good news, but it's <laughs> but it's all but the, but in some ways it's already bad news. I was checking. I I refixed my mortgage. A, less than three months ago and I was able to get three years for about 3.15%. Now, I just checked this morning in the same bank, 4.45%. So it's all whole percent. More than a, a percent. percent. And if you think to go from 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 three to four and a half, that's actually a fifty percent increase in the increase in the interest costs. So it's already moved in a way. So the Reserve Bank all of the banks know whether it's 25 points this time or, or or a bunch of them next year, they're all rising in anticipation of that. So it's uh, it's already got a lot more expensive. Okay, let's talk about something that's also dear to your heart, <laughs> beers, because you were telling me off-air yep. that uh, Garage Project, is it Garage Project? Yes, they've, they've lo- I forget the name of it, but they've launched their first zero alcohol. As far as I know, it's the first craft beer brewery yeah, we- to introduce zero alcohol beer. I think this will be an ex- just an absolute growth market Low alcohol beers, craft or, uh, zero RTDs because you know people people are just sort of waking up to the health effects of of, of drinking too much and it's so that you know the market has been arguably a bit slow because if you go to the supermarket there could be these Heineken zeros we've been talking about there could be ten different varieties and I think the craft beer industry is just sort of waking up to the fact that there's a, a, a market know, a very big market people that want to be able to go out socialize and drive home and. And be and be healthy. Can I tell you that it's not a market in restaurants or bars? It should be, and that we have to sell it. But it's it seems like you know it's one dozen a month type thing. It's not a big deal, and it should be. I right. think it should be. You, would you drink it? I do a bit. Do you? Yeah, and 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 lower alcohol beers just because I it's good to be able to both go to the pub and be able to drive home. Great. And you know, you it's just it's always easy to. You know, there's always plenty of occasions, especially this time of year, you know, around Christmas. Always plenty of excuses to drink. It uh, can get a bit heavy on you. So, would you go to a Christmas party if they didn't have alcohol? Ooh, Ooh that took a long time well, to answer. Well, it's a, it, look, it's an interesting question. I would. I mean, I don't think there's going to be many big Christmas parties this year, but um, yeah, no. It, you, you haven't got an answer for that one. No, no, no I think I would. Oh, you would. Yeah, but it would yeah. be unusual for it'd be it'd be a very different Christmas party, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's what I say. That's the other side of the of the alcohol mm. story. You know, that's why I say to people, you know, all the time that you know, hey, Mr. Always great to have you on the show. Appreciate it. I'm sure that uh, you'll have more than a couple of double zeros uh, at our Christmas party coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, Your inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic. Now you can play your. your, your